And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with a Drunk, Rat of a Red Baron here, joined by... The Rat of a Red Baron here. <laughs> That's right, there's two of me. <laughs> I am the man of many names. Yes. Who goes by anything. Solzy Boy is here. Uh, the Mass and Riddler should be joining us very soon, but we're That's here That's my to... K-pop name. What's your K-pop name? Solzy Boy. Solzy Boy. Solzy Boy, tell him. Uh... Soldier boy up in this hole. <laughs> yes, we are here. Um, this uh, we are sep- queer and we are ready to go. Hey, there we go. Uh, this September twelfth, coming off our first weekend of NFL, and uh, we're gonna get into a, a lot of fun stuff. But first, some business to get to. Uh, what are you drinking? The same thing as last week. Uh, I don't. I still don't know if it's straight city. Hold. You got your camera. Hold it up for me, real quick. Oh, it's open though, right? Let me see. Huh. Right? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's funny. I've never seen that. And I, Not I, that good. <laughs> Sorry, Two Roads. Even though we really want to go to your place. <laughs> I have something that's going to really gross you out. Oh, so, it's a stout. Oh, it's a stout? No, not that. Oh, no, no, no. So, I... Uh, Got in my possession some Bloody Mary mix. And I was like, ah, I want to do something different. I'm tired of everything. So I mixed a Budweiser with a Bloody Mary mix. That's terrible. It's like a Clamato kind of. I mean, I love Bloody Mary, so this is... I'm I'm actually impressed. You're disgusting. You should give it a shot. I will not. Well, because I don't even like Budweiser. Yeah, I mean... Budweiser is lower on my like my list, but I just figured like what I had on hand, I had Coors Light, Bud Light, and Budweiser. I just felt this would mix the best. That was my my Bud guess. Light sucks. I mean, it, it is what it is. All those beers, Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Light, they're, they're all they're kind of one in the same. They're they're pounding mm. beers. They're a pounding beer. Oh, you mean that, don't you? I do. <laughs> I'm gonna pound your beer. Whoa. Well, this is sexual this, joke. This show was rated G until now. Right now it's PG thirteen, <laughs> and now it's PG thirteen. That was just the thing to put it over the edge. <laughs> we have never been a PG show, Kendall. No, never. I mean, we used we to. Are, we're a PG thirteen show. Right. I mean, remember we were editing out all those swears, and then it just became too much. Yeah, I wonder why you even thought about you know not because I was doing it. I was trying to widen our market our, our marketability, but it's just it's much more fun to curse and say and nobody even likes us. People like us a few. My my mom Ooh, Adam Sandler's coming live. Oh, is he doing that weird like stand up thing that he does? Either that or a concert. Where's he gonna be? Uh, let's see. Uh, I didn't see the text fully. Um, he is going to be in Connecticut on October 29th. Oh, so very soon. Yeah. 
guess who's going to forget and not get tickets? Me. Me. <laughs> but honestly, I don't know if I care that much. I like Sam. I mean, I, I would... I don't know how I feel about him as a singer. <laughs> I, I guess it would be worth it to see you, you went. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if it's a comedy show or... It's probably like a variety. I'm going to sing the, the uh, Hanukkah song. Yeah. He, he played Bridgeport a couple years back. Why? I don't know. He was just on that tour he did. Hold on your yamaka. <laughs> it's time for Shanaka. Uh, do you have a toast? Yeah, my toast is Dominica Fitzpatrick. He had 14 tackles, a pick six, and a block extra point. Yeah, he played pretty good. Yeah, he was the reason why we won that game. <laughs> yeah, if you could say definitively one person made an impact on the game, it was him for <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, my quick toast is uh, just to all the first-year head coaches uh, getting uh, their wins uh, yesterday. There were 5-2-1. and one. Yep, and uh, now joining us, the Mass. Mass, mass, oh, mass, mass, mass. It's the red of the. It's the rat of a red bear. <laughs> There's three of me. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> you like it? I do. Actually, man, it just sounded like you were like in a washing machine for a minute. I am in a washing machine. Nice. Actually, Master, you joined us at a good time. We were doing uh, uh our toasts. Toast of excellence to the New York Giants for having a winning record since the. For the first time since the infamous boat picture was taken. <laughs> Hilarious. And I can't help but feel there's a slight tinge of sarcasm to this toast. A little bit. <laughs> Even if it's minor. But it is, in fact, a true fact. Yeah. Because um, they're a trash organization. Well, I don't know if I'd go no. that far. No, they are. <laughs> um We'll get into that game in just a little bit, but uh, Nasty, are you drinking anything t- today as well, or uh, drinking a bush? Oh, bush! I was. Hey, Massey. What? How can I watch this game? You can do it a couple different ways. You can find a stream online. If you know okay. your household's uh, TV login, you can log in use or log on to ESPN.com and watch it on ESPN. Or you can, yeah, there you go, right there. I see you doing it the right way. Oh, porn. For stream. Porn. Porn. Could you imagine if you could do that, though? What? <laughs> you go into a porn site to watch a game. You can. I'm sure you- uh, the 7 to, or the 9 to 1 blowout, whatever it was in the World Cup, is on Pornhub. Hilarious. That's everything I wanted in life. And the internet remains funny. undefeated. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> David Lee Roth lights the menorah. Yeah, we're discussing uh, Adam Sandler going on tour again, I guess. So. Who's touring what? Uh, oh, you, you jumped out a second. Uh, Adam Sandler is doing like another tour of some sort so it sounds like adam sandler so yeah we we are here the riddler will join us soon uh i was telling 
souls that I, I made a combination of Bloody Mary mix and Budweiser, and that's what I'm having. I'm, and I'm you are pleased. a failed human being. I'm pleased. Do you like Thank Bloody you. Marys? You know, I've tried to like Bloody Marys. I don't know why. I can never get into them. Well, we've got to go to one of those restaurants that goes all out and does all the ridiculous add-ons to it. A whole like the entire way. fried chicken? Oh, I would go insane. Yeah, it's... It's, it's good. you got to give it a shot. Yeah, I guess. I'll give it another shot one day. That's all I can ask for. Um, well, I guess, you know, before we get into this, this is basically going to be pretty much all football. Um, is there anything you guys want to talk about kind of otherwise in the world of sports before we kind of dive into it? Any, any baseball stuff you want to discuss? Yeah, Pujols. Um, 690. Rod. Yeah, 697. Is that correct? Yep. He's going to get it. Oh, yeah. There's what, 21 games left, give or take? Correct. So the odds are in his favor. Uh, actually, a cool thing. Did you see that um, from that home run? Someone who caught that ball was going to, you know, turn it in. And I guess, I don't know if it was her father passed away and Pools insisted that she keep the ball. Yeah, I saw that. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it was a, a nice thing. That, that, see, that's a toast-worthy moment that none of us said. Yeah, mine, mine was biased. <laughs> hey, that's all right. A little bias makes this show work. Um, yeah, well. You just had a Kyle, really you want to spat off your hatred of the Yankees? They just suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're going to get bounced in the first round. Did you guys see the game this week? Where Hicks just literally stared at a ball driven to the far left of the field, didn't realize play was still going on, and let two runs score. Yeah, I did. I did see that. <laughs> and then misplayed another ball into center field. It's like, what are you doing? Hmm. Well, I, I was talking about him. Like, like, what are you doing? Uh, well. Ashley's very mad because she wanted to keep Gallo over him. Well, Gallo's doing nothing special. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, ever since they traded Gallo, they suck. So, yeah. Obviously, Gallo's a winning fucking player. Listen, I have no no beef. I, I, Not this I, argument again. I just, I think it's almost, there's a indifference. Like, his play in New York was unspectacular his play in Los Angeles has pretty much been unspectacular and it's not it's not it's just right now he's a proven player he he'll he'll turn this around it just might not be this season it's like you know we're seven eighths of the way done mm-hmm. and it's kind of what it's it's going to be what it's going to be you know maybe he can get that that average to to 230 on the year and be happy about it did you guys see that CC called uh, Otani the best player to ever play baseball? I did not see that. That's a, a I thought that was pretty funny. Pretty wild claim. I mean, little out there, little out there. Um, let's see what else was there. 
when Pujols retires for the first time since August 22nd, 1999, there will be no active players on the top 15 all-time home run list. Wow. Which is kind of nuts. I wonder who 16 is. Hold on. All-time home run. All-time low was a great band. <laughs> Let's see. Nope, nobody else agrees, huh? No. I mean, do you really feel that way? Uh, no, I do not. All right, there we have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the so 16 through 20. Mike Schmidt. Nice. David Ortiz. Mickey Mantle. Jimmy Fox. And a three-way tie for 20th place with William McCorvey. McCovey, sorry, Frank Thomas and Ted Williams. It's actually pronounced McCovey. McCovey, sorry. Should I just don't do it again? <laughs> Got it. But uh, the closest person who is still active is Cabrera, and he's all the way at 27. Yeah, and he's going to be like dead soon. So. <laughs> And then even further down is Nelson Cruz at 39. Yeah. I used to be able to watch this shit on fucking Yahoo. What happened to that? Uh, uh, Disney. Yahoo's owned by Disney now? Uh, ESPN is owned by Disney, and they probably said to fuck anybody else besides us. Oh, you mean watching it Disney, on the app? Did Disney Plus have it? Mm-mm. What a fucking wacko site, man. ESPN does. ESPN Plus specifically. Man, I don't want to pay for it. Do you have ESPN Plus, Nancy? I do not. I got rid of it because it sucked. I imagine. Nothing's on there anymore except Monday Night Football. But it's on (laughs) ABC. Does Peacock have ABC? ABC? Uh, Peacock Peacock is NBC. Doesn't have ABC? No. No, because it's NBC. Dude, all bullshit. I mean, this those those, those Reddit streams are still around. Mm-hmm. You just gotta find the right one. Like you'd, sometimes it's some some give and go. Oh. Yeah, or that. You know, gents, who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for the fucking Broncos. Defense mm. is scoring thirty points. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm rooting for Denver. I'm rooting for the Seahawks. Really? Just to spite? Just a spike, because I know they won't do anything all season long. It would just be so <laughs> funny to see it. Somebody's got to go one and zero, right? <laughs> like all the hit pieces that have come out against Pete Carroll and everything like that from Wilson's camp, saying I left because of him. He cost me my MVP. Blah 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 blah. How funny would it be if he lost to Seattle? Yeah. You know, I didn't. It'd be so funny. I didn't know about that beef. That that that's like a a thing. Oh no, that's a big thing. Hmm. But just not not from Wilson specifically, or just people in his circle that are saying that. Um, I don't know if Wilson himself specifically has come out and quoted it, but but he hasn't stopped people from saying it, right? I got you. It's one of those things. 
yeah, it's it, it's it's been a lot of like like those kind of comments where it's not outwardly malicious, but it's like a like eye roll to camera kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Huh? Where you know that they're talking shit, but they're not outwardly saying it. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. I just kind of figured that the it was time for them to move on, and uh, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Well, Russ forces way out. Things always got to be dirty. Sierra just didn't want to live in Seattle anymore. <laughs> that could be true. Can you blame her? She's also like they're also like a very cringy couple. Well, yeah, because Russ is a very cringe human being. Seattle scored. Already? Yeah. Touchdown. Well distance, really? 38 yards. I must be about to watch that. Hold on. My bad. He's rostered in less than 1% of all fantasy leagues. Yep. My Denver Bronco defense is fucking me. <laughs> Thank you. They're going to finish in last in the AFC West. I need six. Pick sixes from you guys. That'd be something. It'd be great. All right. Well, let's let's dive into it. Uh, let's start with uh, this past Thursday night was the the kickoff. Um, Rams Bills. Nothing to talk about here. <laughs> um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson did his his intro kind of like he, he did in the Super Bowl. Oh, talk it about was another, so bad. Talk about another guy that's like kind of cringy, like extremely cringe. Like I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. Well, there's just there's certain people that just hang around and find themselves like getting involved in all types of situations like, it, it, like him and, and kevin hart like are, are just everywhere yeah they really are like not like, like uber eats commercials it's like give it a rest how much money can he need uh a lot <laughs> all of the money but yeah it was kind of uh it was just slow buffalo was kind of hitting on all cylinders. All the, cylinders. And um, the Rams couldn't really seem to get it together. No, they um, sure couldn't. And we'll get into this. Perhaps this may be a talking point later. I, I don't know what happened. A- at one point, all these teams, players, it didn't matter you know, your veteran status or what. You played at least in the preseason once. Even if it was for one drive. One drive out of four games. I won't claim that McVay did it, but... It- Garnered a lot of attention when he did it. Yeah, and it's because all these players now, and it it shows. I don't I don't care. Like you, it's football. It's it's professional football. It's a contact sport. Guys are going to get injured, and in fact, I I would mm-hmm. argue that many injuries happen during practice, not even during gameplay. I mean, we saw it last year Robert Woods. He got injured during practice, out out for the rest of yep. the year. A totally non, as far as I'm concerned, I think it was a non-contact. All the Ravens roster last year. Yeah, in practice, these guys got. I don't care how good you are, you got it. You got to play actual game speed because you can't. You can't just dive in. And I saw it, you know, with with the Rams. I was, you know, I think with the the Buccaneers to a certain degree. Like the only you didn't see shit. You fell asleep, you liar. Well, (laughs) I'm I'm kind of talking rhetorically. Um, the, right, I give it to you. The only team that really was like explosive and didn't seem to miss a beat was Kansas City, but we'll get into that later. I just I think these teams are doing this up as a disservice by not 
getting some play in, even in the preseason. I don't care. It's, you know, it's game speed football. Um, and I think that was kind of something that the Rams suffered from that, that game opener. Uh, any other thoughts you guys have or wanted to mention about that game? Rams offensive line was atrocious, in my opinion. And Jalen were hurt now. Like anytime fucking Matthew Stafford said hike, there was four dudes in his face. Yep. So it's not really all necessarily on Stafford, in my opinion. Yeah, he was under duress, and the, the, the running game was rough. Well, Henderson, I thought, played all right. Yeah, and they benched Cam. Yeah, Cam was rough. <clears throat> Did you see the business decision? No. I think it was Oliver that came up the middle, and Cam was supposed to be there to be a block. Just sidestepped him and let him run right into Stafford. He's a, he's a good guy. <laughs> you guys should just treat his ass. Like I said to Mike, I won't be surprised when we trade for Saquon this year. <laughs> we have a first-round pick to throw around. You do. Yeah, but you got to save it for something more ridiculous. That's true. I wonder who could trade for this offseason or this current season. Hmm. Maybe we'll turn that into a brain exercise a little bit later in the yeah. hour. <laughs> knowing, knowing the Rams' trends. It, knowing the Rams' trends, it'll most likely be a defensive player. Yeah, right. Um. I thought Buffalo played well. I mean, they. I think in the beginning there was kind of a slow, slow start. Um, there was an interception that wasn't Josh Allen's fault. Um, just kind of a good, you know, defensive play, receiver, not being super secure with the ball. Uh, but otherwise, it seemed like more, more of the same from Buffalo, and kind of barring injury, what we're to expect from from them this year. So, yeah, both of them going to be good. Stefan Diggs is pretty nasty. Yep. So, I heard somebody say the other day, we now have our new generation of, like, quarterbacks. Like, the guys who are going to be here for a while. Mm-hmm. You have Herbert, you have Mahomes, you have Allen, you have Jackson. Um... I feel like there's one more that I'm missing. Um, Burrow. Burrow. And who knows? Maybe this year, Tua. Yeah, it's kind of a, out with the old, in with the new. The players of our youth are gone. <laughs> Quarterbacks of youth, anyway. Um, what do you hey think? Guys. I, I think the future team. looks pretty bright. What are you saying, Kyle? I don't know. I don't know what's going on in my face right now. Okay. Russ almost just threw a pick to Jamal Adams, which is pretty funny. Did you drop it? Yeah. Stone hands. Yeah. It didn't hit him in the hands. It hit him in the face. Um, What's the next game you guys want to talk about? Just go down the line. I got you. I got you. All right. I used to be good at this. Now joining us for my via satellite, the Riddler. 
Better late than oh. never. That's fair. Who said I owed them forty dollars? Yes, he did. It's <laughs> funny. Man. Who actually said it? I think it was Chris Souls. Ooh, oh, that gross. That's a oh. person. He was in the Bachelor. Well, well, those are excellence. Uh, I had two. One was to Albert Pujols for becoming fourth all time in home runs. Good for him. And then, what was the other one that I did? Hold on. Uh, Gabe Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gabe Davis, uh, wide receiver for the uh, Buffalo Bills on the uh, Thursday night season opener of the Bills and Rams. Uh, Gabe Davis scored a touchdown and looked into the, uh, the hard cam on the, uh, in the end zone and did a gender reveal for his sister. Said, it's a boy into the camera and the uh, Whole family was at like a Buffalo Wild Wings type place, and they all went nuts. So that was a very cool, unique touchdown celebration. Mm, yeah, but Kendall doesn't like the Bills, so I do. Kendall, you said, and I quote, "They're the Lion Cabrera of football teams." Now wait a minute, <laughs> I detest that. Yeah, and Ryan Cabrera detests you. What's your point? He may or may not detest me. I can't. I can't deny How's that. My- How's my audio? Is it okay? Uh, you're a little quiet, but you're you're clear. Is this better? Uh, about the same. About the same. Okay. Right. You're a pretty well-spoken guy. You can just uh, enunciate. I'm wondering if it's because I'm on the iPad. Sometimes the iPad, the microphone on the iPad doesn't work as well as the phone. Oh, maybe. That's so right. Maybe when the, when the time runs out, I'll re-up on the phone and maybe that'll help. Yeah. Uh, this is why we should use Discord, not a sponsor. You can turn people up. We will, we'll, we'll not, be... a, not, a, not a sponsor, like when we were streaming on Twitch, not a sponsor. <laughs> Yet. We'll be making those transitions. We'll get there. Hey, what, uh, what, t- what channel am I putting this game on? Espen. ESPN. Espen. Espen it is. I can't find a way to watch it on my side. Uh, Apollo TV, Dick. I Do you have just, your login? Uh, yeah, but I'm using it. I was just preaching See? about Apollo TV today. Besides, I was uh, just uh, preaching about Apollo TV to a co-worker today and how great it is. Did you credit Mass for it? I did. Liar. No, well, I mean, I said a good friend of mine. I didn't say the Mass because that wouldn't mean anything to him. Like, hey, do you know the Mass? That's so fucked up, though. But, like, you should still name drop. What if you did Kindle, know everybody the knows the mask. Yeah, what if you did know the mask? <laughs> then I what will bring it up tomorrow. I miss her worldwide, bitch. Boo. Boo. That is awesome. No, I want, I want a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> I'm Mr. Worldwide, bitch. Now, is there a dot, it's dot, gonna be, dot It's going to be bitch? that picture of me in the basement in the tank top. Oh, the Marky Mark? Yeah. The Funky Punk picture? <laughs> well, oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 o
like the way he worded the text, I know this isn't how he's saying it, but I'm, what I'm guessing is Marissa, his significant other, um, the woman to whom he's related by marriage, um, <laughs> got back from vacation today. And I think what he was trying to say was that she just got back later than they were expecting. So like she kind of like walked in the door like 10 minutes before we were going to record. So he didn't want to just be like, oh, hey, bye type of thing, which like I totally get. But the way he worded it was like, yeah, Marissa's coming back from vacation today. Like, 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 like he didn't like it was a surprise. <laughs> I bet that the whole house is covered in like beer cans and loose pieces of cheese. And he's like, I got to clean this. <laughs> Shit, I thought she said September uh, <laughs> September 12th, 2023. <laughs> Zoinks? That's a, that did he text, did he text you? Yeah, yeah, he texted me. He didn't text the group chat. I was going to say, I didn't see that shit. Which is very funny, because didn't Marissa just get back from another vacation with Mock? So they went to, yeah, Mock and Marissa went to Nashville with uh, Marissa's parents, and then... Marissa planned a trip with her mother and her aunt to Myrtle Beach for a long weekend. Mm. They've been using that Avilo that flies out of New Haven, not a sponsor. Because yeah. um, <laughs> the, the, the flights were pretty cheap, you know, like the beginning of this year. Um, they're all decommissioned Southwest Airlines that, uh, you know, you pay dirt cheap prices for the ticket, but then you have to pay for, like, your carry-on, your checked bags. You know, you don't get any snacks or anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you get what you pay for kind of thing. But, you know, like, I wouldn't recommend taking a nonstop flight from, like, New Haven to San Francisco in it. But, like, you know, you're going to take a quick hour and a half flight down to Myrtle Beach. Why not? Right. And then Mock and Mercer are going on another vacation in, like, three weeks. Are they really? Are they really? Yeah, they're going to Jamaica. Oh, my God. It's cool to have money. Must well, be I nice. Mock, I, think I wouldn't would know that, the, though. I think Mock would be the first one to tell you that he doesn't have any money. I'm waiting for the follow-up to that. Oh, she has all the money. Mock, Mock is striving to be a stay-at-home husband. It's his life's ambition. <clears throat> it's a good gig. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I gotta tell you, man, I really hate these lime green uniforms. <laughs> Wish I could watch it. You're not missing much right now. They're just showing all the teams you know Smith's played for. <laughs> he was a Charger. I don't remember that. <laughs> Hot minute. What was that? Was that like? Was that like right after? Was that no? That wasn't when Philip Rivers went to Indianapolis. Did Philip Rivers get like hurt for like two games and he was the backup or something? Uh, it was. It was a backup for like a year. It was in 2008. Uh, it was in 2018. So Philip Rivers was still there at that point, right? Correct. Anyway, so what, what did I what did I interrupt? What were we talking about? Um, uh, just going through the games. Yeah, we just wrapped up uh, the Rams, so we just started. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I, real quick, I'm going to tell you guys about the uh... Man, Broncos look bad, huh? Um, I'll tell you guys about the draft, so you guys can do the homework. Mock will just we'll, we'll pitch it on him the next time the five of us are together, just because I want to see I want to see the names that get dug up. So what I'm thinking is we do a complete uh, – I was talking to Kendall about this on the phone. You're going to basically pretend you're a, like a network executive, right? That just like, you know, so like who does football games? What? It's Fox, NBC, CBS, CBS. and then ESPN Amazon, and, then, like, Amazon. and then Amazon. Oh, so, like, don't forget the NFL like, Network. And the NFL Networks. 
So we're gonna we're gonna just like pr- pretend like you're uh, a network that just started carrying a prime time game for football. So we're gonna do a draft where you have to draft a like a five man or five person. It's 2022. A five person like a pre post and halftime panel. A two person booth team with a sideline person. And uh, there was one other aspect to it. I forgot what it was. Oh, and then like two people to be on the radio, a play-by-play and color person for radio broadcast. And this, like, so the you guys can like ask a question. Like the stipulations are going to basically be like, you know, like these people kind of like it, it's kind of like open to whoever you guys want. They have to be living, um, because you would essentially be like starting for like this year. Um, money's not an issue, so you can give whoever you want a contract to pull them away from another broadcast. And, uh, there's, like, other stipulations. Like, uh, I think, like, the five-person panel, like, one has to be, like, somebody who's known for coaching. They could have played. They they don't have to, but they have to be more known for coaching. Um, Can I, can I pull a current active head coach? No. Okay. You can't, yeah, you can't pull any players or coach anybody that's actively employed by the NFL for like a franchise. Okay. So, like, if, but if somebody's a free agent, you can offer them a contract to like retire and, you know, like, uh, uh, Will Fuller. I'm, I know nobody would do this, but I'm just saying, but like, Will Fuller, like, he's somebody who's, you know, considered still active waiting to find a team. Um, the Ravens. Right. Oh, man, Devin Duvernay. So you guys can start thinking about that if you want. Yeah. Okay. I just want to. I got. Know. I got a team together in my head already. Yeah, I have. I have. I have a team. Lisa Salters, baby. I have her. I have her as my my play by play in the booth. And then, I like color, it. and then my color commentator is going to be that lady from the NBA. Doris Burke. Doris Burke. Oh. Fuck her. She's she's the worst. <laughs> Susie, the one from the Yankees. Oh, Susan Waldman. No, he meant yeah. Susie Carmichael, the black girl from Rugrats. <laughs> um, all right, so back to the game. Sorry. Um, What's up next? The, the next one would be the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Detroit Lions. Um, to be fair, I'm going to give a lot of input about what I think. And I didn't watch any football except for the Bears game. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Um, I, so watched I watched the, the entire game. Did you, Mass? Mm-hmm. Oh, then you take the lead. So, <clears throat> the Eagles at the beginning looked a little rough. Hertz couldn't complete a pass. He went over like over six to start, but they drove down the field anyways because Hertz is just fucking running all over the field. And he's really good at avoiding sacks. Um, Saxophone, right? What? Never mind. Well, whatever you just turned on is bad. Whatever I just turned on? Sounds like a fan. I didn't turn anything on. Um, Is it it obnoxious? It was for a second, but it sounds like it's gotten better. Um, I said my air conditioner's on, but it's been on since I've joined. I don't know. 
Lions looked pretty good. I mean, in fairness, they outscored the Eagles' offense, but Jared also threw a pick six, which he's going to do for you every now and again. <laughs> funny, funny that you said Jared Goff. I wasn't thinking about it, but um, I was a, uh, I started a Madden franchise. Yeah. And uh, last year's Madden did a, I, I uploaded like a file share for this year's rookies and did a fantasy draft and I'm, I'm playing through like five year period on all Madden just taking lots of L's but um I'm like my quarterback is Kirk Cousins so I was looking at like where the stats are after six games and Jared Goff is leading the league in yards and touchdowns and picks <laughs> pulling a real Jameis yeah you know what the most annoying part is you know what he's playing for so the undefeated Patriots <laughs> <laughs> is he really yeah, it's very funny. Man. That's very funny. Um, DeAndre Swift looks really explosive. The Eagles wide receiver core looks like it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, Hurts, I think, is still a better quarterback than a lot of people gave him credit for. I've been backing him since he was out in Alabama, and everybody keeps telling me, no, he's going to suck. Um, and I'm very happy that he's turned out to be pretty decent. Um, Lions defense was a little rocky. The thing is, they they weren't doing good at playing contain on quarterback. So they would have great coverage and they would have great pressure immediately. But Hertz was just pulling a Russell Wilson where he would duck out of a sack right away, either run for 15 yards or fling something right down the field and complete an incredible pass. It's just one of those days where a quarterback is on and having a day. Mm-hmm. I think the Lions are going to be fine and actually still make some noise this year. Yeah, yeah the running game pretty good. It was interesting. I mean, oh, go ahead. Running game wasn't even that impressive. It was Jalen Hurts that was leading the rushing for most of the day. I'm saying the Lions. The Lions. Oh know. yes, Williams and Swift are a very fun combo to watch. I think the Eagles are fortunate that they kind of have all like their their running backs and Hurts are all very capable. So it's like they're they're not starving for if somebody if somebody's not running well then most likely someone else is going to step up it's, it's good they have really great depth and i think that's going to yeah, be... be the next jhi they'll use him he'll go crazy they'll trade him and he'll do nothing yeah. uh we got the colts and the texans uh did not watch it this is where I would like to give my two cents. As someone who did not watch the game, welcome to the new NFC East. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the AFC South, the only division where two teams in the same division played each other and there's still no wins in the division. <laughs> Which is hysterical. I feel like there's a tie in that division over here. No, um, did you play. guys did you guys start off the year with a tie last year against the Lions? No, no, that was like third, like week nine. Okay, 
So, I mean, uh, here's, here's the thing. I think we should touch on some of the more important games. I don't know if this guy is going to keep posting stuff. If he does, I'll find his power rankings every week. Can I just read you his power rankings? And it'll kind sure. of sum up the non-important games. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. His name is Josh Schrock. He's like a Bears insider. But he wrote an article with like the his power rankings for week one this morning before the, the game. So before the game that's happening now, obviously. So th- this is his power rankings. The New York Jets at number 32. He just wrote yuck. <laughs> then Atlanta Falcons. Things were looking good for the Falcons until the fourth quarter. Then the Saints wheeled off 17 points in a row. Falcons still can't finish. Yeah. Um, so the next was the Seahawks. We'll skip what he said about that because it's nothing. There's no funniness. These are all just funny to me. Um, Houston, you play to tie the game. Lovey Smith, probably. <laughs> Uh, Jacksonville, at least their head coach got on the plane back to Duval with them after the loss in D.C. Baby steps. <laughs> uh, Detroit Lions, hard knocks is over and so is the Lions season. That's a little aggressive. Uh, Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Titans are no strangers to surprise losses early in the season, but those Titans teams had a lot more talent than what they puked on the Giants yesterday. <laughs> uh, Carolina Panthers. Is Matt Rule coaching Nebraska yet? <laughs> New England Patriots. I don't know why Bill Belichick was so optimistic after the Patriots' Week One loss to the Dolphins. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. Look at the bright side. At least things can't get much worse. Probably. <laughs> what number are we at? Uh, that was twenty-three. Twenty-two is the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Prescott's hand injury is serious. Could if it's serious, could Dallas be a candidate for Jimmy G? Or do the 49ers need him more after what they saw from Trey Lance? Either way, Colin Kaepernick news coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 21, the Chicago Bears. Uh, Bears defense stymied 49ers in a soggy game at Soldier, Soldier Field. It was a good start, but let's not overreact yet. The Packers still exist. Uh, New York Giants, Saquon is back. Fantasy teams finally have a reason to be relevant for the Giants again. <laughs> Cleveland at 19. So much for Baker Mayfield's revenge tour. <laughs> uh, 18 was the Colts. The winner of the AFC South is going to be 8-8-1. Eight, eight, <laughs> uh, 17 was the Commanders. Um, the Commanders looked a lot more competent than I expected. They were playing the Jaguars, but credit where credit is due, even when you have no credit. <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders had zero sacks and zero takeaways on Sundays. That's a recipe for a loss. Surprise, no one's been incarcerated yet. <laughs> what what number are we at? 15 is the 49ers. Okay. Um, the 49ers were sloppy, undisciplined, and overall underwhelming in a surprising loss to the Bears. A get-right game against the Seahawks is a must in week two, but let's face it, 0-2 is looming. Damn. New Orleans Saints, welcome back, Michael Thomas. Slant <laughs> activated. <laughs> Number 13, Miami Dolphins. Mike McDaniel showed some good stuff against the Patriots in his coaching debut, but the Finns have a lot of kinks to work out, like underthrowing Tyree Hill every play. And then, yeah. he, put, and then he updated this one. And he, said, he said, it was so funny, he updated, he said, I think this one's funnier. And he put, Mike McDaniel showed some good stuff against the Patriots in his coaching debut. Check out this link, 
and then underneath it he put Tyreek Hill has to intercept his own touchdown catches. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, it was a disappointing opener for the defending AFC champs. The way they rallied back was a bright spot, but we're hoping it's not a Cleveland 2.0. <laughs> Um, let's see. The Steelers uh, at 11. Steelers got the win, but at what cost? If TJ Watt's injury is as bad as it seems, um, a loss might have been more worth it. Let's face it, they could win, they could lose seven in a row and they'll still finish 500. Who cares? Uh, Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. This one is a, a regular one because it hasn't happened. Number nine is the Packers. Aaron Rodgers might need another body cleanse vision quest to get Sunday's performance out of the system. <laughs> Turns out replacing Devontae Adams isn't as easy as they thought. Um, Los Angeles Rams. The Rams look like all they practiced in the preseason was waking up looking like Ed Helms and uh, the hangover. Damn. Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson turned down $250 million and went – and hung it on the Jets to start his bet on myself tour. What an idiot. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are about to be a problem this season. The only problem is themselves. <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers. Keenan Allen's injury puts a damper on the bolt seasoning opening win. But Cleo Mack looks rejuvenated outside of Chicago. Must, be, must suck to be Joey Bosa and be the second best pass rusher already. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles hype train is about to jump the tracks after steamrolling the Lions, but they forget that they just beat the Lions. <laughs> Tom Brady. Uh, sorry, Tampa Bay at three. If this is Tom Brady's last season, you can bet the GOAT won't go quietly. See him next year. <laughs> was the Buffalo Bills. The prettiest girl at the NFL ball showed up Thursday night and lived up to their billing. The Bills are for real, even if their tables aren't. <laughs> the number one was the Kansas City Chiefs. Somebody call Tyreek Hill and tell him Patrick Mahomes is taking the breakup better. <laughs> I just thought that power ranking was so fun. Got a good laugh out of that, and I don't disagree with a lot of it. I, gotta tell you, I, I hope this guy does it every week. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I What's like... his name? His name is... Dan Schock, I think I said it was. Uh, Josh Schrock. C-H-R-O-C-K. I like how he edited one of his power rankings like midway through, like, actually, this one's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> you know who would never do that? Kendall. Aww. So. Yeah, he's like, his, his Twitter handle is Shrock and all. <laughs> yeah, this guy's awesome. Gonna go ahead and give him a follow. Alright, so... I figure at that point, so obviously we can talk, we talk, you guys said you already talked about the Rams. We can talk about the Steelers because we have vested interest in them as a podcast. Um, and, then, and then we can just kind of touch on like important stuff. I feel like that, that, that kind of covers the, the bases. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get, like, like, here's the thing. Don't get me wrong. This is one of the reasons I wanted to stop doing the, uh, the NFL breaking thing. Like, I just, I don't care about the Commanders and Jaguars game. Also, what's that you? Yes, you do. <laughs> hey, Broncos! Broncos don't look so good. Well, on my ESPN app thing, it says the game's in halftime. Uh, Russell Wilson's probably 
which is quite interesting because there's still 13 minutes left in the second quarter. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Me. Hey, Kyle, Kyle, you want me to break down? I've only watched just the beginning part of this one Broncos drive here. Uh, do you want me to break down what I think uh, is the game is like already? Yeah. Uh, somehow Geno Smith's offensive line is better than Russell Wilson's. That's hilarious. Not somehow. Wilson left, so they decided to upgrade. Yeah. I mean, like, like the Geno Smith has, like, all day, and Russell Wilson is just doing what he's been doing the past three years. Well, well, Jamal Adams he done that there. Jamal Adams limping off, grabbing his knee. Good. No, we don't wish for people to get hurt. How yes, many you do. How many first... How many first, uh, uh, how many like head coaching debut debuts yesterday ended in wins? Let's the Bears got them. They went Bears five got, two and one. They went five two and one. How do you yeah. know that off the top of your head? I saw it the other day. Okay. Like yesterday. So and then so the last one is um. Hack it today. Hack it today, right? Yeah. Hey, is it me to be to hope that? The 49ers do terrible this year. Shanny gets fired, and then he goes somewhere else and has success. As long as it's not in San Francisco, or Arizona, or Seattle. No. No, I don't think so. I mean, stuff like that happens all the time. There, there are a lot of times, you know, like, like it's the way I felt about, like, you know, like, it just so happened that it worked out for me. But, like, like Jared Allen, like, like I hated Jared Allen because he was so good, but, like, if he ever, if he, when, when the minute he left Minnesota, I cheered for him. Right. You know, like, yeah, Brett, I know how you feel, Paul. Like Brett Favre, the minute Brett Favre left Green Bay, I cheered for him. And honestly, I actually cheered for him when he became a Viking. And the other thing is, like, the Bears were so bad, and I wanted, like, it was cool to see somebody else be good in the division. Fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like, Kyle felt that way about AJ Green, Bryce Harper. Um, Bryce Harper. Uh, Kendall felt that way about Jason Worth. Um, Tom Brady. Definitely not. Kyle, Eric Kendall, would you would you rather share a hotel room with Eric Weems or Jason Moore? That's a that's a good question. I'm yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Weems. Just so you can tell him how bad he is. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my gut reaction. I I think that still Weems, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, no, I don't I don't think so. I mean, fuck you. Hey, screw I mean, you, guy. Like, I, I will say I don't think your desire to have the 49ers do bad this year has anything to do with Shanahan. I think it just has to do with you not liking the Niners. And your hatred for Seve. Um, <laughs> uh, the unfortunate part about the Niners is that Shanahan is a good coach. And I don't like that. I think Shanahan's a good coach, but I think Shanahan's... Fucking idiot? Like, no, not, he's not a fucking idiot. I just think... I, I think he gets in his own way with offensive play calling. Um, like he does, does he call the plays on offense? Yes. Yeah, so like, like I just feel like I feel like he needs. I, I feel like Shanahan would have more success if he found an offensive coordinator that fit what he wanted from the offense and ran it the way he wanted it, but kind of like had the control of it. He's like McVay; I mean? he'll never give up play calling or read. Right, but like, but like that's what Bill Belichick did with Patricia, like all those years. You know what I mean? Like Bill Belichick was a defensive coach. And what he did was he went out and found someone that he believed in that could coach the same way he coached. Belichick was in charge of the defense, but he let Patricia call the plays. 
You know what I mean? Like, that's what I think Shanahan needs to do on offense. <clears throat> Can I tell you what? You know who I think would be a good offensive coordinator for Shanahan? Who? Matt Nagy. Huh. I'm not even kidding. I think Matt Nagy would be a good offensive coordinator for Shanahan. Why is that? Because I think that Matt, because Shanahan likes the cute stuff. You know, Shanahan likes to run his offense kind of similar to the way that the, the Chiefs run their offense, you know, kind of like the the multifacet, like you never know what's going to kind of happen type deal thing. Yeah. You know, they love the little end around things with like fucking Ayuk and the rushing plays with Debo Samuel, which like the Chiefs used to do that stuff with like Tyree Kill and things like that. They like to do the, the um, and like the other thing too is like if you think about it, like offensively, they're not that different of teams. Like, the Chiefs now are different, but I mean, like, the, the Chiefs team, when they had Tyreek Hill, they had the speed threat, number one in Tyreek Hill, and then Debo Samuel would be that guy. Kittle and, Kittle and Kelsey. Yep. You know, you kind of have, like, a plug-and-play running back type thing. Like, you, you always have a number one, but, like, you have athleticism at the quarterback position. And then, really, I mean, really the breakdown would be, like, that's, you know, San Francisco has a better number two receiver than the Chiefs ever had, because Ayuk is the real deal in terms of a number two. Hmm. Did you guys see that the St. Brown brothers scored three minutes apart yesterday? I saw that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I saw, like, the thumbnail for it, and I was like, oh, no way. They scored at the same time. And I was like, oh, they scored three minutes apart. I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> it's like, this has become less cool. <laughs> the, St. Brown brothers, the St. Brown brothers scored on the same day. Yeah, they both play in the NFL. I tell you what, you want you know what would make it more interesting is if they scored within three minutes of each other when the Bears are playing the Lions. Back to back deep shots. Yeah. Or just a really bad kickoff return coverage. Yeah. Um, do you guys think that do you guys think that the Bears are do you think the Bears win or are, are even in the game if the conditions are, like, perfect weather? I, I think, in the game, yes. Win, maybe. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the weather definitely played a part, but end of the day, I think the, the Bears, they they hung around and made it count. I think we see a score I think very the similar. defense is a lot better than most people give them credit for. I mean, the defense, the defense came to play. Um, they, they, I mean, oh, Mitchell getting hurt, I think, you know, definitely helped them. But, like, the Bears kind of went into it with the same mindset that I think every team is going to go like the Bears with, which is we're going to do everything we can to make sure that we're going to take everything away from uh, from David Montgomery and make Justin Fields beat us. Right. And that's kind of what they did. They were like, if you're going to beat us, Trey Lance is going to beat us, not, not Debo Samuel. Right. And I think that they did a pretty good job against Debo Samuel. Brandon Ayuk had some big catches and stuff, but um, yeah, I was surprised. I mean, I thought the Bears' defense played pretty well. It was cool to see uh, what's his face, um, uh, Eddie Jackson, get back on the playmaking train. I mean, when you have a defensive head coach, that kind of stuff tends to happen. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing too is is that like it's one thing like. Like everything, everything on paper was written for the Bears to just be really bad this season, and they still very well could be. Like I, I don't think anybody would be surprised if the Bears only won 
four games, even though they just won game one. You know, right. They're not a good football team. Their offensive line is terrible. Their, their number one receiver would probably be a three on most other teams. They have a good running back. That's about it on offense. That's all you can really say is their offensive – on offense, their running back is pretty good. Right. Um, from a, and from a defensive standpoint, they're young. So you, the one thing I expect from the Bears' defense is that they should be running a lot. Right. They, should, like, they, they shouldn't be gassed at the end of the fourth quarter. That Khalil Herbert kid is pretty good too. Yeah, that's the you know that'll be the guy that replaces David Montgomery. <laughs> um, but uh, Kyle, check your email. Yeah, I don't know. my thing is just I thought they. Uh, I, I was surprised. I, I, like I said, I, I kind of agree with you, Mass. I think that I don't think they get blown out if it's good conditions because I think that the Bears. I think I think they would have. You know, some people were saying, like, oh, like, the Bears got lucky because it was raining so much that the 49ers game plan did not have Trey Lance running as much. And I'm like, right. I'm like, I don't really think that's true, though, because, like, I mean, yeah, you don't want to lose your, your quarterback to a non-contact running thing, but, like, he's going to be a running quarterback. Right. Like that's, that's who he is. Right. Like, the Ravens and the Eagles wouldn't be like, oh, hey, don't run if it's raining. You know what I mean? Yeah, Plus, right. the other thing, too, is, is you know, I think what they were more concerned with was like Trey Lance trying to shed Roquan Smith and then ta- Roquan Smith tackled him and Roquan Smith's entire body weight landed on fucking Lance's head. Right. I think I'd be more concerned with that. Yeah, probably. Although he did get tackled like face first into the ground pretty hard. I don't remember who did it, but it, it was Roquan. That's when he landed. Was it on Roquan? He landed on the back of his head. Yeah, and that's he was- that's not advisable. Because he was running, and Roquan, like, wrapped him up around the waist, but ended up kind of, like, being behind him. And then, like, like just instead of, like, trying to pull him down, he just kind of jumped on top of him. Which is hysterical. All of his body weight right on the fucking back of his head and shoulders. Shampoo. <laughs> nice. Geo Smith out here doing his best Russell Wilson impression. Uh, we are also 30 minutes into this game. Seahawks almost have 100 yards in penalties. Uh, we're about to add more. Oh my god. Uh, never mind. That was a penalty on the Seahawks. He meant, yeah, to, say, they, he meant to say Broncos have 100 yards in penalties. Yes, the Broncos have almost 100 yards in penalties. Oh, Jamal Adams is on a cart. Yep. Uh, it brought me to war, World of Warships. Kyle, look in the top right-hand corner. It should say, click here. Your link is ready. Are we going on to are we going on to the phone? To the Discord? Oh no. I should make Kyle do that. Kendall, you should do that too. But well, Kendall's sorry. not Kendall's not good enough to install Discord and have it set and ready to go on the sound screen, I don't think. Well, uh, I, I think I have a, I gotta download it onto his thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think Well I I, I, so I asked him I asked him last time I was here, and he said, no problem, but I, I gotta get here ahead of time, and and also, too, if, if this studio is gonna, you know, close, I'm not gonna put in, I'll just, you know, wait for the move. Good enough. You wanna just resend the link real quick? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. So we got to get six minutes still, so I'll figure we'll take advantage. Take advantage. Uh, I don't know. Bring me yeah, what's our next game? Uh, um, what, what are we doing? You guys want to talk about the Steeler game? 
Yeah, let's talk about the Steeler game. Kyle, go ahead. So, I was able to watch the first quarter. <laughs> We're making put his uh, footprint in the game already with a pick six. I hate uh, What was that? Why? I hate Minka Fitzpatrick. Why? He Kyle owns me in Madden. Madden. Because what? Guy owns me in Madden. <laughs> um, from what I like, saw, again, the offense wasn't great. The defense put him in good situations, and then they got gassed. They did, in fact, get gassed. Bengals so, came back after a lot of turnovers. But they found I, a way to do it. My thing is, is like, so there, there was always a lot of speculation. You know, like the Steelers just know how to win ugly. They know how to win close, ugly games. They have what it takes to win those games, which is why they, which is why Tomlin is always above five hundred. But my my question is, for for Kyle and Kendall, which I mean I know you guys are not in the office and you're not coaches, but like, okay, so we got the whole narrative last year with everything. So now this year you had Ben retired. You brought in a young quarterback that's trying to prove himself in Mitch Trubisky. You drafted Pickett. You yes, you lost some Schuster, but you still have Johnson and Claypool. You have pass catching back versus Najee Harris. You have a tight end that you think's the next next Heath Miller, and you brought in this rookie receiver that's supposed to be a big deal. Why are we still running two yard offense? I agree with you one hundred percent. I think Matt no, no, Canada. No, no, no. Should... You don't have to agree with me. It's what they did. They just ran a two yard offense. Like, oh, why? Matt Canada is a fucking terrible offensive coordinator. I just don't understand why they are continuing to run like the Steelers. Like it's like they're hell bent on making sure that they have third and five every drive. It's like they don't trust their offensive line to keep up. Yeah, there. I mean, they did a lot of like gadgety stuff. We saw multiple end arounds. I don't know if it's just representative of everybody seeing what other teams like, like, a, like a San Francisco, like a Kansas City, for example. Like, oh, we want a piece of that action. I, I don't know. It's it's it is odd. It's like they ha- they have the opportunity to kind of reinvent themselves a little bit, or or just stick to what is you know, it's tried and true in running the ball, and they they kind of don't like, do it. <laughs> I, I expected I expected the Steelers to be a gadgetry type of offense this year and have that type of thing because for the first time in a long time they have a mobile quarterback now. Trubisky can be mobile. He can extend plays or he can create his own play once he crosses the line of scrimmage. He's not Lamar Jackson, but he's also not Ben. But like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's, it felt like it feel. It, it looked like nothing changed. It looked like it was just the exact same offense. And I feel like it's you know, it's hard. Fucking to, frustrating. Well, it's the thing too. It's just it's hard to capitalize on momentum when you're not. You know, like you get your third pick of the first half. Like, I want to. You know, right after that pick, I want to see Mitch Trubisky try to throw a fifty-five yard bomb to Deontay Johnson. You know what I mean? Like, show that, like, you're, you're, like, you're not afraid to do anything type of thing. Yeah. Well, here's like, the thing. When they throw the ball downfield, it usually turns into success. But Fryermuth had a couple big catches. Johnson had that amazing one-handed catch. They can do it. They just choose not to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think and, – and it, it just, it's weird to me because, like, Claypool and Johnson are, are bigger receivers – Deontay Johnson had what might be the catch of the year. Yesterday. Yeah. 
But like, right, no, I agree. But like, my, my, my thing is, is that like the Steelers are not new to having speed threat receivers. They've had speed threat receivers as long as they've, you know, since like the end of Heinz Ward era. You know what I mean? Like Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders, even like Nate Washington, like like Santonio Holmes, Plaxico Burris. These are like all guys that like, they all, like all of them like had exceptional, you know, route running abilities or separation or release or whatever. But one thing that they all shared was they had speed that could create separation once the route was ran. Right. And Claypool and Johnson have that same talent. But like they're not like, but like you didn't run that stuff when you had them. Like when you had Antonio Brown and fucking Heinz Ward and Mike Wallace, you weren't fucking running gadgetry shit. You had you had fucking Mike Wallace running down the field, and then you had Heinz Ward running a real route, and then you had Antonio Brown or whoever the third receiver was on that snap running like some fucking slot route, and you fucking you ran, you ran a fucking play. Hey, let me send a new link for you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now that we're in the middle of a discussion, so doing it earlier when we weren't like Massey suggested. Uh, be on the lookout. But, yeah, I think there's a, a perception that, you know, listen, the, the Bengals had a great year, and I think the Bengals will have a good year, but, you know, the, the internet rules all. And the perception, I think, was that the Bengals were going to have Pittsburgh come in and they were going to have their way like they did in the last game. And,. It, it could very well be the next time they match up, the Bengals put up 40 points on Pittsburgh. Could very well happen. Not not discounting that at all. But I think, you know, people have to remember, and, and it, this is a tough division. These guys always play tough. And I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised by the outcome. I thought Pittsburgh played a really good game. And I I almost wish that – wish and I think thought they should have won – much bigger because they forced turnovers. They had, you know, the Bengals had a minus five, you know, turnover differential. It just, it seemed that Pittsburgh was unable to capitalize on the good fortune and the, you know, the defense stepping up and, you know, they, they got gassed like, like souls was, you know, alluding to just end of the game, you know, like guys are just like, just absolutely dead. Um, but you know, they, they, they were gifted to in the sense that the, the kicking game for Cincinnati was was roughed up. Um, they had the long snapper there was was injured, so they have another guy you know fill in as like a, a backup tight end. And and you know you have your normal guy in there, and you know they probably make that field goal. You know they, or they they don't miss that extra point. So some things you know it, sometimes it's luck, but you know take advantage. So. Hello. 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 Oh, hello. 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 Hi there. Pretty good play from Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, it sure was. And souls. There we go. Now everybody's here. I just got it. <laughs> Russell Wilson also just threw a touchdown. Yes, he did. But anyways, Matt Canada sucks. <laughs> As we have established prior. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. 
We'll see. Maybe they'll grow into it. Who knows? Week one. Maybe he'll get fired. Hoping. That Maybe. would be the best thing for them. Maybe I'll get fired. <laughs> we love my people. How's my audio now? Is my audio a little better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it must be the iPad. Paul, it's never the iPad. It's always the souls. I it was always in the back of the souls. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, we know you guys see. are dying to talk about this Jaguars Commanders game. <laughs> it actually wasn't that bad of a game. Antonio Gibson. What do you guys think the chances are the rest of this game that Russell Wilson scores 30 more points than Jamal Williams? The Jamal the Williams? Javante Williams, sorry. Uh, it could happen. P- pretty slim, though, right? Pretty slim. <laughs> you think the Broncos should get four pick sixes? I don't. I don't need the Broncos to get four pick sixes. I do, Paul. I do. Do you think? Yeah, I don't want. I don't want that. Do you think Brandon McManus <laughs> can get 150 points from me? <laughs> There's no way you're behind by 150 points. Oh, I might be. I like, hey, did you guys all, know... I, like how, I like how all four of us got scraped in fantasy this <laughs> Did I get scraped? Oh, I, I didn't get scraped. My team just decided to, hey, let's just shit the fucking bed. Who is Folk Gang? That's Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Jeff kicked my ass. <laughs> I was going to say, did you have to guess? <laughs> uh, had Jared Allen, who got, or Josh Allen, who got him 40 points, Cooper Cup, who got him 35. Jared Judy, who's going to get him another 20. Rashad Bateman. DeAndre Swift, who got him 30. James Conner. Justin Jefferson got me 42 points. And then all three of my receivers got me 45 points. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys want to see the week I had? I'll tell you right now. No, I don't want to know. Yeah, too bad. Paul, I like your team's name. Thanks, man. So, uh, so Tom Brady got me 13. Debo got me 12. You're welcome. Keenan Allen got me 10. Deontay got me 12. Dalvin Cook got me only 13. Ezekiel Elliott got me 5. Goddard got me 9. Tunyon got me 6. Gibson got me 20. You didn't do great. I don't know why you didn't start Cordero Patterson. Because I didn't know if he would be that fucking involved in the offense again. But I would have started him over Elliott. Elliot wasn't even a problem. They just stopped using him because Mike McCarthy's a fucking moron. No, because uh, Ezekiel Elliott is not good anymore. <laughs> he didn't play bad. He didn't play good. His offense is terrible. Kyle, yeah, but guess what? In fantasy, that matters. <laughs> I know, but he played fine. Don't worry. Next week he will be playing. I tell you what, are you seeing this fucking graphic for the fucking Broncos right now? Which one? The fucking Indiana Jones one? No, I didn't. I missed it. Oh, so it, it's like a fucking it, it, it's Indiana Jones. So they have the head coach. They had, the, or sorry, they had a fucking what's his face there. Um, yeah, the head coach, like um, replacing Russell Wilson's statue with like three like not so good looking statues and a cat bag of cash. That's um, very, that's very funny. And then, like, the fucking, like, uh, AFC West boulder came rolling after them. And then, like, arrows, like, 
little statues that look like uh, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes are shooting arrows at him as he's trying to escape. <laughs> Very funny. ESPN spent all offseason working on that. Dude, ESPN has the best Monday Night Graphics. They're so terrible. I love them. Dun, 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 dun. I tell you doing? what. I tell you what. Could you imagine what Soldier Field would look like today if they didn't put turf down last week? <laughs> It'd be a rough time. I mean, so I mean, if you if you really want to see how, like, for anybody who's listening or you guys, if you don't really know how bad fucking Soldier Field used to get, go look up. I, I think it was like two thousand and like fifteen or sixteen, something like that. There was a game that the Bears played the Ravens. The Ravens were up, and then they had to stop the game due to tornado warnings. And then they resumed play, and the Bears came back and won the game. But it was like raining out and shit. I mean, that there was no grass on that field. They had to they they had to transport in grass for the next home game. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. I was seeing all the people like tucked away in kind of like the uh, the concourse. Don't lie to me, Kendall. No, I remember. How do you transfer in grass? I mean, a bunch of birds. people. People get it for their lawns all the time. It basically just comes in a big square and you just put it on the ground. Kentucky and then, like, bluegrass? That's what they used to use. But it wasn't blue. It's not supposed to be blue. Then why call it bluegrass? Because the seeds are blue. It tastes ah. blue. Bears Ravens 2013. Was it 13? Were we still in school when that game happened? Yeah. Wow. Time flies yeah. when you're terrible. There is absolutely no field left. Dude, that game, it, it was a fucking, it was a disaster. There's more brown than green. That's hysterical. Yeah. Hey, Master, don't you have a game for us? I mean, I do. Are we done talking about the games? I mean, it's pretty, I mean so, I mean, we kind of just can kind we can just kind of highlight some of the big stuff, so. Devontae Adams had more receiving yards than all of Green Bay's receivers combined. Um, Hysterical. Cooper Cup picked up right where he left off. Awesome. Justin Jefferson picked up right where he left off. Awesome. Jamar, Jamar Chase picked up right where he left off. Awesome. Um, Baker Mayfield lost. Baker Mayfield Bummer. lost the first game and got booed out of the Carolina Stadium. Bummer. Didn't he play better towards the end? Yeah, he was. He had a perfect passer rating in the fourth quarter. The Browns uh, did get the Browns did or the, the Panthers got hosed to end that game. Uh, there were two penalties that were given that should not have been called at all. Well, one that should have been called, one that shouldn't have been. Um, there was a roughing the passer in which the pass rusher never touched the quarterback. He shoved the lineman into him. But they're like, no, you roughed him. So that gave him a new set of downs. That was a really cool touchdown. Um, and then Brissett went to go fake Spike, decided he didn't want to actually continue with the play, and then spiked it again. Per the rule book, you are not allowed to do that. That is intentional grounding. And they said, nah, it's fine. Let him play. And it wasn't a quick, like, double tap. It was, I snapped the ball, fake Spike it. Let me look around. Uh, never mind. Spike it into the ground. I didn't see that. And yeah, it was it was super shitty because there's no shot that the Browns win the game if either of those two are called correctly. 
Hey, you guys know how like people always say like, could you imagine trying to pass block for like against Aaron Donald? Yep. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you something. I would rather try to keep Aaron Donald away from the quarterback than ever try to tackle DK Metcalf. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would. I would rather try to stand my ground against Aaron Donald than try to run full steam into DK Metcalf. Yeah, hundred percent. You're getting fucked either way. But oh, Kendall, your boy is going off. Who? I don't know. Some white tight end for the Seahawks. (laughs) Is it Disley? No, Colby Parkinson. Oh, hey. that guy! <laughs> hey, do you guys want to? You guys want uh, update real quick? Yeah. Oh, Geno Smith is destroying the Broncos. Per Ian Rappaport, Steelers Defensive Player of the Year, TJ Watt is still waiting on more information, but the belief is that his pectoral injury will not require surgery. Yeah, we got lucky. Instead, he has a third peck now. (laughs) (laughs) Pectoral transplant. He took it from his brother. Because of the physical anomaly, all sacks will now count as a third of a sack. (laughs) (laughs) Requiring him to be the first player in NFL history to require 60 sacks to reach the 20-sack mark. (laughs) And then they they said uh, Najee is going to be back this Sunday, too. Yeah, Najee is fine. So we got lucky. Just six weeks. Just six weeks, you know. It was funny though. Was that, I heard that uh, you know, I think Paul texted saying Mitchell got hurt, and then shortly after I saw Harris go down, like, well, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are two running backs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf. Um, I tell you what, Jonathan Taylor silenced all the uh, fantasy haters out there. He yeah. a lot of cares. Well, no, but there was like there was a lot of speculation from like fantasy gurus going into the the season that. People were foolish for taking Jonathan. They, a lot of people viewed Jonathan Taylor as like the, the old Eddie Lacy thing. Like he shouldn't be going one. He's not, he, he shouldn't be the first overall pick. And a lot of people were saying it because Jonathan Taylor, like he was the RB one in fantasy last year, but they were saying it was the worst. It was the worst numbers fantasy year since Devonte Freeman was the RB one. Wow. Like that, that's, that's like, and, and they were like, you know, like he, they were like, look at all the people that would normally go before him. Christian McCaffrey hurt, Saquon hurt, Dalvin Cook hurt, this guy missed games, this guy missed games. And people were like, you know, like if your reasoning for taking Jonathan Taylor is entirely based off of health, well, Christian McCaffrey never missed a game until he got hurt. Derrick Henry was like the epitome of health until he got hurt. So who's to say Jonathan Taylor doesn't get hurt and derails his career? Right. So like there was just like a lot of speculation by like the fan screwers that like he should be a first round pick, but he's he was more closer to like the fifth or sixth pick than the first pick. But then he went out and put up one sixty one in a touchdown, you know. <laughs> I could do that. No, you couldn't. You don't eat enough peas. <laughs> but I like peas. Do you? I do like peas. Also, who's uh who's in charge? Who's the general manager for the Texans now? Uh, it's it's still that uh like super duper Catholic guy. Um, well, I tell you what, I I give a lot of kudos to that front office because there's begins with the C. Oh, it's the uh, guy from the Patriots. It's uh, Ron Chick Fil A. <laughs> I give a lot of kudos to that Nick front Casario. Office. I give a lot of kudos to that front office and that coaching staff because it was so unsexy to decide to go with David Mills, but 
they like him, and, and he, I mean, he played real well. Yeah. Dude, that I, sounds like a perfect keyboard here. Oh, man. Why it's, are it's nice and clicky. I'm so bummed that they're returning kicks. Just kneel at the one and let Russell Wilson throw a 99 yard touch. <laughs> I tell you what, I had a dream about fantasy football like a week ago that I had Debo Samuel, and it was uh, Debo Samuel, like, the first play of the game, caught a 99-yard touchdown against the Bears. And then the second drive, they also started from the one, and he had a 99-yard end-around rush for a touchdown. And then he didn't touch the ball again for the rest of the game. (laughs) That's very funny. And I was just, like, I was, like, so bummed. I was, like, because I was, like, well, I mean, like, he still has, like, 25 points, but, like, he would have had, like, 50. <laughs> of course it happened. And the, the Bears uh, still win. It hurts to see Skip Bayless tweet something out, like, let Gino cook, because that just means you know the Seahawks are about to lose. <laughs> I hate Skip Everybody hates Skip Bayless. Uh, Even so his funny. mother hates him. Oh, dude, Shannon Sharp today on ESPN was just like, he, he was just looking at me and goes, Skip! He was, it was just funny because he was just like, he goes, I can't wait for you every week to talk about how the Cowboy season isn't over. He goes, you're the dumbest white man in this country. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sir. fucking funny. Cowboys I, are in rough shape. My thing is, is I just hate that show because Skip Bayless is confrontational to be confrontational. Yeah. With, without being like good about it, like, like I think, like, uh, like Mike Mock hates uh, what's his face, Colin Coward. Yeah. Like, but like he's like constructively like controversial. Like Skip Bayless is just ridiculous. And Kendall and I have talked about it. Shannon Sharp, if it's not football, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what does he try to talk about other stuff? Oh, that's all he talks. Yeah, he has to because they talk about all sports. Like, I don't give a fuck what Shannon Sharp thinks about the Lakers. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It just really, it's like, it's like, oh, hey, welcome to Sports Center. Today we have Ken Griffey Jr. and Michael Jordan breaking down the NHL playoffs. They don't even talk about baseball in those shows, man. No, they don't talk about baseball. The only time they talk about baseball in those shows is if, um, if it's the Yankees. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I want Shannon Sharp to talk about football and smoke cigars on his Instagram live. That's well, what he's I'd like for. to see what Shannon Sharp has to say about the Seattle Mariners. I don't. Would you? It'd be interesting. My thing about Shannon Sharp is I just love is? that I love that Shannon Sharp told – what are they on there on FS1? Yeah. yeah. I like that Shannon Sharp basically told Fox, I'm going to be as ghetto as I want to be. He just sits there and smokes cigars in his fucking plaid church yeah. And drinks fucking cognac yeah, it's like, on national television. Yeah. That's like my favorite thing. Hey, I'm going to drink booze on TV. Yes. And you just get to sit there and take it. Just so you know, Skip Bayless is fucking doing his show with somebody who loves Friday. <laughs> Friday, Friday. No, no. Absolutely not what I meant. You got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Those are two very different (laughs) interpretations of Friday. (laughs) What if you were a major transit system facing cyber attacks? What if you were? What is happening? Network and apps protected. (laughs) ESPN just came alive. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the that was the pre fucking ad on Pornhub. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. 
are you alone right now? <laughs> There's Just take off your shirt. In your area. This transportation system shirt. will... <laughs> no, do me to yours first. Okay. Tell you, it's really bothering me that Russell Wilson keeps throwing the ball to, J- to Javante Williams. That's out of bounds. It doesn't matter because... I'm not going to win, so just keep racking up the points, Russell Wilson. Make me believe that it was worth drafting you. <laughs> Let it be a beautiful lie. Yeah. No, no, Matthew. So you said the thing about Shanahan. Do you feel the same way about Russell Wilson now that he's gone? Like, do you do you cheer for Russell Wilson? Oh no, absolutely not. That's why I'm rooting for the fucking uh, Seahawks tonight. Oh, so you just Seahawks... Russell Wilson. Grabbing a beer, bear back. What? Oh, all right. Um. So what what are my feelings on Russell Wilson? I feel like I I respected him for a long time, and then he turned into a fucking prima donna, and now I can't stand him. Um, I gotta and, tell you, though, I, I gotta tell you, if Aaron Rodgers left the Packers, I still would not want him to have any success. But I don't think I would ever cheer for the Packers to beat him. So so here's the thing, I can root for the irony, which is what I'm rooting for, because. You've been reading all this shit that's been coming out where Russ is like, Pete held me back. He ruined my MVP caliber season where I could have gotten MVP, blah, blah, blah. He didn't do what I... What? Broncos country. Let's ride. Essentially, yeah. It would be so, so fucking funny if he'd lost to the Seahawks. Just in the irony of it. The Seahawks aren't going to do jack shit this year. I'm not worried about that. Better watch out. Gino's 17 for 18. He is 17 for 18. He's fucking wheeling and dealing. But it would be so fucking funny if they lost to the Seahawks in his Man. first game back. Massey has no idea what this reference means, but Kyle does. Kyle, can you believe that he just went Madison Square Garden Channel, Clyde fucking Frazier on us? Yeah, it's funny. Who, what, where, where, what? There's a player that, a guy that played for the Knicks, Clyde. Was it Clyde Frazier? Is that what his name was? Walt Frazier? Walt Frazier. Walt Frazier. Walt Frazier was a he was a player for the Knicks. He's a Nick Great. I think he's got his I think his number's retired. Well, have you ever seen the Nick games, Massey, recently? I mean a few of them last year. Well no, so like, but but you have to watch it's the Nick games on MSG because he's a Nick he's a New York Nick commentator, not an NBA commentator. Then no, I have not. Dude, Dude it is hysterical. You have to Massey. Go out of your way this NBA season to watch five or six MSG games on on the MSG channel. This fucking dude, it's like all he does before the games is just fucking sits down and comes up. He he finds a fucking word and then just looks up word words that rhymes with on Google. And that's what he does. <laughs> he'll just sit there and he'd be like, "This guy is razzling dazzling his way to the rim. He is wheeling and dealing. Like it's all he does. It's just everything is a rhyme." Did I just do that? Yeah, you said wheeling and dealing, and that's just, I, all right. Anytime he's also someone, very ugly. <laughs> yeah, he's a weird dude. But I tell you what, he was in that movie Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg, and when uh, they accidentally shot a firework into his jersey and it fell on the ground and caught on fire, he goes, "That's my jersey, man." <laughs> that's pretty funny. I mean, the uh, white guys in Seattle are blowing out today. Although Quandre Diggs did just drop a pick that was in his hands, and I'm very upset about it. He's not a white guy. He's uh, he is not, not there yet. Sorry. No, I'm not watching it. I'm just looking at pictures of white guys on my TV, my screen. I'm just looking at pictures of white guys (laughs) on my screen. Uh, Never has a more Kyle sentence ever been uttered. 
I'll take what Nicki Minaj did. Five hundred dollars. Friday, Friday. Choo Choo started mass. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I came in and I heard Friday, so I had to start singing it. What about Thursday? Thursday. Nobody sings Thursday. Boo. Yeah, well, sorry, I tried. We tried. Hey, so like, show me Coke. The new Thursday night football thing on Prime, like you, yep. you can just watch that on like regular Prime video, right? Yeah. Like I don't have to have anything special. Correct. Do you have a Fire Stick? I have Amazon Prime. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I, like, can I watch it on the Prime Video app on my phone? Yeah. All right. I mean, cool if I could watch Keenan Allen play, but no, he has got to go get hurt. I didn't draft him in every fucking team I have this year. And you know who drafted him in every team? Who's the fifth Chiefs Chargers. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a fucking fireworks show. And it was pretty neat for Mike Williams to step up in a big way. <laughs> hey, you know he is, Kendall. You know what's like a real bummer for me? What? That uh, like the Packers lost so bad to the Vikings that like there's no way Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw for five thousand yards. On <laughs> 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 it's like a real bummer. My dad, my dad called me this morning and he was talking about the game. He goes, "He's like the Packers didn't look so good. Do you think we have a chance?" And I was like, "There is no way we have a chance." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Honestly, if I'm Vegas, I'm putting Packers by 30. <laughs> you don't like the Nick Cage Aaron Rodgers. The what? Like just the look. Just the look, Nick Cage, Aaron Rodgers. Kyle seems to think that he looked like Nick Cage during the game on Sunday. No, no. He had like a picture of him. How dare you insult Nicolas Cage like that? <laughs> I love the memes saying, both guys. saying that he looks like a motivational Coke dealer. <laughs> <laughs> it is hot in this room, I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, my grundle is sweating harder than a fucking Jesus astronaut. Astronaut up in space, baby. Jesus. I mean, Kyle, how do you know astronauts up in space sweat? It's probably pretty cold up there. That's true. You don't know that. You're closer to the sun. No, just no, no, no. We, we do know that. And astronauts are not always closer to the sun. Prove it. All right. They're up there building a Home Depot. What do you think they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Neil Armstrong, Jose Ramirez. <laughs> hey, hey, Brandon McManus is kicking. Oh, boy. Oh, missed. Did he? Oh, my God, they iced him. You're far behind. Yeah. You're far behind. I'm not. I'm perfectly on time. I was in halftime before the second quarter ended. Hey, do you, <laughs> do you guys think that... um? Would you guys be for or against the NFL doing what the NBA does for timeouts? What's that? So, like, in the NBA, you get all your timeouts in the beginning of the game and use them whenever you want. I mean, I wouldn't hate that. Uh, Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick are the uh, tied for the thir- thir- fourth oldest coach in NFL history. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Matt, do you have a game? I do have kind of a game. It's something I've discovered recently, and I thought it would be fun to introduce here. But is, is it guess? The, like, is it guess the Denver Broncos quarterback by butt? 
<laughs> it is not. That'd be a good Jeopardy game. We should make that one time. It, it can't be better than <laughs> Souls or something else. Is it Kyle? Is it Souls or something else? Something else. No, it's Souls. Yeah, good try though. Mass Souls or something else. Something else. No, it's Souls. Damn. Kendall Souls or something else. It is. It is Souls. It is Souls. It is Souls. Massey, I didn't get the game until I got explained it to one day that it we are going different. to be wrong every time except Kendall. It, it was so funny because Kyle was like trying so hard to figure out what the like what the, the pattern was. was. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was so determined to figure out what it was, and I was like, "Have you noticed that Kendall's never wrong?" And he goes, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna say it, do it right." <laughs> and then you oh. if we had a short lived is it polar porpoise? <laughs> <laughs> Paul or Porpoise. It was a Kendall or kinda. Yeah. Kendall or kinda. <laughs> yeah, it was mocker maybe. Dude, this is the same trip that the Fat Boy was involved. Was involved. Oh boy. Bang. Bang. <laughs> Shut up, Fat Boy. Yeah. Go back and eat sushi. For the. Stop, give it. Just give me my fortune. Just give me my fortune cookie. For the listeners, I mean, fuck we, off, Fat Man. I, I think we're the most like demented people that have ever lived, <laughs> and we we created this scenario at a car ride where Paul's character is just this giant fat like <laughs> a guy like like from my six hundred pound lifetime guy. And Kyle, uh, Kyle is like this. I don't know. Were you a, a restaurant or a, a dry cleaner? Owner, but just like the most racist Asian voice. <laughs> no, we lived, we lived, we lived above his sushi restaurant. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. And Jeff and I were his kids. <laughs> and like, uh, like Kendall's character was like kind of nice to me, but Jeff's was a real dick. <laughs> uh, and then, like, I, I would try to talk to Jeff's character, like my dad says, "Go." <laughs> That's and, so funny. And Paul's character, he wanted the he said he, he <laughs> wanted the cookie with the paper inside. <laughs> can, can you There's get something different wrong with all the of papers you. inside? <laughs> oh my god, so stupid! All right, Max, take it away. What's your kind of game? All right, so this thing I've been watching recently on YouTube um, is called Um Actually. It's from College Humor. Yep. Have you watched this before? By uh, what's his face, right? Uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Trig or whatever. Uh, trap. Trap. There you go. Yes. So for the other two, uh, the idea is he reads out a bunch of trivia questions, but there's something wrong in each each statement he reads out, mm-hmm. and it's very uh, pedantic, kind of like nitpicky stuff. It's supposed to be like if you actually know what you're talking about. The show's called Um Actually. So okay. you're supposed to be like fucking know it all. Um actually <laughs> uh kind of shit. And I thought it would be kind of fun just to do a bunch of random ones. I didn't create any like sports related or anything like that, because I just wanted to see how a couple of like ones that I've watched would go over. So I'm curious to see if anybody would be interested in that. Yeah. I'm in. I don't think I'm going to do well, but I'm in. All right. Well, Paul, we'll start off. I Now, here's the two rules. You have to preface it with um, actually. You don't actually have to do that. I don't fucking care. Um, and the second one is you can interrupt me at any time I'm talking if you think you know what's wrong. Right. And there's no Paul, penalty actually, for guessing. Paul, actually, you're a bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, Kyle's already out. 
So, Paul, this one's probably going to be in your home court, and I'm curious to see if you can get it. Again, anybody can respond to it and guess an answer. There's no penalty for it. Uh, In the first Mortal Kombat game, a player can unlock Reptile as a playable character if they achieve a double flawless victory in a single-player mode on the pit stage and finish the match with a fatality if there is also a silhouette flying past the boot. I don't know what the fuck you said half the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, You know, it's funny. I was about to say, like, um, um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember everything you said. (laughs) I'll read it again. In the first Mortal Kombat game, a player can unlock Reptile as a playable character if they achieve a double flawless victory in a single player mode on the pit stage and finish the match with a fatality there is also a silhouette flying past the moon. Man, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think how you. I'm trying to remember. Kendall, you know this, right? Um, actually, what? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? I have no idea. Um, oh, actually, um, it was um, second. Uh, hold on, Kyle. I remember now. I'm sorry, Kyle. Can you repeat that? No, just cut a fall. Actually, you must have a double flawless victory in the pit stage without blocking. Incorrect. Uh, actually, that is correct, though, because you couldn't block. Technically okay. correct, but not the correction we were looking for. Uh, um, okay. Actually, the second Mortal Kombat. Kyle, can you be more specific? What do you uh, say? You said the I second Mortal Kombat. Kyle, can you be more specific? How fucking specific do I have to be? I still didn't hear what he said. The second it, Mortal Kombat game. It's the second Mortal Kombat game. What say about it? it? Say it one more time. First. What about it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was just being an asshole. All right. Uh, any other guesses? Me to be, am I half right? You are somewhat there. Yeah, I'll fucking take it. You don't get a point, though. I don't give a shit. I'll take the half Wait. credit. Uh, um, um, actually, you can't play as Reptile? You are correct. Okay, you can't play like, as Reptile until you, the second Mortal Kombat game, but you can play right. against him. If you do a double flawless victory with a, in the pit with a fatality without blocking, you fight him, but you don't play him. And right. I'll have you know that the silhouette, I remember, only shows up every 50 matches of play playing. Uh, every sixth game. No, it's every 50 matches in the first game. I'll double check that, but... I'm pretty I'm sure. Going, I'm going off of what I'm reading. Um, let's see. Also, also, in Mortal Kombat 2 is when they started. If you hit the start button in a player versus player match in Mortal Kombat... Um, if you hit the start button when the screen says toasty, your player will get 25% of their lost health back. Interesting. Yep. That became a, an Easter egg throughout the Mortal Kombat, the toasty thing. Was that a Quiznos upgrade? <laughs> dumb joke, Matt. You don't laugh at him. <laughs> it got me. Right. Kendall's a Debella sub guy. Through. No! Let's see. Oh. I'm looking for, for well, another Mas- one. Well, Massey does this. I had a question. 
I, I have two questions about sandwiches. Oh boy. No, no, no. It's not gonna be like the melt thing. It's just like I want your guys' opinion. Now, Kyle's not a big BLT guy, but Kyle, if you if you want to chime in, feel free to. On a on a BLT, if you're making a BLT at home, what's the optimal amount of slices of bacon you put on a BLT? Eight. You're an eight slice guy. Yeah. Okay. Kendall. Um. See, in my head, I'm I'm breaking the bacon in half. Oh, so maybe yeah, eight. Like like a four, four and four. Uh, What was the question, Paul? I'm sorry. What would be like your optimal amount of bacon slices for an um, at home made BLT? Four or five. You see, I'm I'm more in the realm of mass. I always go four. I go four and I cut them in half to get eight half slices. And then I do, uh, I do three, three lettuce and tomato. And then two slices on top. Sounds good. Okay. And then my my next question about sandwiches: Do you guys, when you guys make a sandwich, do you guys use the heel of the bread? I prefer not to. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm four years old in that department, and I I like throw those away. I keep it in case I need bread. Uh, I don't remember what the question was, but I remember I said I'd eat it, so... Do you use the heel of the bread? Yes, I would eat it. I always use the heel of the bread. I just turn... I, I make the, the crust part the inside of the sandwich. Let's see. I actually had a BLT today with two heels. A double heel BLT. Double yeah. heel BLT. What was your it's bread? You... Huh? What was your bread? Uh, Arnold oat nut bread. Oh. Eliza like Mitchell out eight weeks. Okay. And then, yeah, that was it. All right, hold on oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a bummer. Now he's out and I want a BLT. <laughs> Guess what? I he have neither. He, I said he makes enough money to eat BLTs while he's out. Yeah. I'm lucky I if I see bacon on TV. Right. I have a question for you. All right. This falls under the category of wrestling, professional wrestling. Ooh. In the fall of 1990, a giant nope. egg appeared at professional wrestling events across the country before eventually hatching at the Survivor Series. Revealing the red rooster to the delight of the crowd at Hartford, Connecticut. Does anybody know um, what's wrong there? Um, actually, his name was the Gobbledygooker. Say that again, Paul. Um, actually, his name was the Gobbledygooker. Gooker. You are a hundred percent correct. It was actually the Gobbledygooker. Yeah, he had a feud with the Undertaker. Say again. He had a feud with the Undertaker. <laughs> was it somebody? No. Was it the Undertaker afraid of that? That he being in there. Who? Who? You and Paul, you know the story I'm talking about. Someone was afraid oh. that they, they they thought they were going to be in that. That they were going to end up being in the egg. Yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, so I think tell me it was Jeff Jarrett that was afraid. <laughs> like they were worried that it was going to be like a dumb storyline if they got stuck, like coming out of that egg. No, I don't remember that. Hmm. I do not remember. 
That's actually pretty funny, though. Uh, let's see. I knew I should have written these down ahead of time, but it's all right. The Rick Center one that had. That was at the Harvard Civic Center. Yeah, Harvard, Connecticut. Uh, let's see. There is another wrestling one that I have right here. Give me a second. Now we just now we just get bullshit at a house show in Bridgeport. Let's see. The Kendall Office today. Yeah, a little notice would be great, but listen, the notice I it happened to me the same way. Oh yeah, likely story. Oh, here we go. Okay. I'll let you guys know like three days in advance. You want another fun fact about the Goblin Uber? Sure. Uh, Drew Drew like dressed up, up up as him recently and won the twenty four seven title from our troops dressed up for the turkey. That's hysterical. Uh, here's another wrestling one for you, and then I'll just read a bunch of other ones because I want to see you guys struggle with actual nerd fandom because it's going to be funny. Uh, New York Times bestselling author Mick Foley, aka Mankind, was half of the famed tag team The Rock and Sock Connection, who took their name from Mankind's signature sock puppet, Mr. Socko, and his partner, The Rock. They went on to win three WWE Tag Team World Championships. Uh solidifying what had been a long history of friendship and teamwork throughout their careers. It was only two. Incorrect. Damn. That was actually my guess, too. I'm sorry, um, actually, they weren't friends like at all throughout their careers. That is correct. They were fucking rivals throughout their whole career, and then the Rock and Side connection was like the, the like what made it so good because they hated each other. They were absolutely not friends during their time in the ring together. But very fun fact, they are very close friends outside of the ring. Yeah, one's jacked, one's fat. It's the best <laughs> friendship in the world. And it's pretty cool that at the next uh, Rams home game, Mankind is going to come out and give the opening. <laughs> I bet he's going to drop off the top of the fucking Oculus onto the mat. Let's see. Mankind's also very good friends with Terry Funk. Your mother's mm-hmm. a whore. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you guys want one uh, based on Wreck-It Ralph, Superman, <laughs> or The Wizard of Oz? Wreck-It Ralph, please. <laughs> I'll take The Wizard of Oz. All right, we'll do The Wizard of Oz next. Uh, Ralph may come from a fictional video game, Fix-It Felix, but a support group... Bad Anon is populated with villains from real-life video games. Um, actually, it was fact. It was not fictional. That is incorrect. Remember when I said this is pedantic? Can you, see, can you read it again? I don't know what that word means. Uh, Super-duper nitpicky, Kyle. Why can't you say that? Because that's what fucking pedantic means. <laughs> because they made a word for it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because it's pedantic to use the word pedantic. <laughs> Ralph may come from fictional from the fictional video game Fix It Felix, but his support group, Bad Anon, or Bad Anon, is populated with villains from real life video games. Um actually it's Felix the Cat. Uh, you are on the right track, but you are incorrect. Unbelievable! I say something stupid, and it comes in terms of be partly right. 
You have identified what is wrong with the sentence. And I promise next time I do this, I'll actually have them pre-written down and have them to categories you guys actually understand. No, wait. Kyle, stop is fucking it, eating pistachios. Is it, um, it um, um, or something? Um, actually, it's Fix-It Felix Jr. It is Fix-It Felix Jr. Yeah, Amelia loves that movie. All right, let's see. Kyle wanted Wizard of Oz. Yeah. In L. Frank Baum's The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, Dorothy acquires a pair of ruby slippers after accidentally killing the Wicked Witch of the East. These slippers are ultimately the method by which she returns to Kansas. Um, actually, she didn't kill the Wicked Witch of the East. A house fell on it. While technically correct in the most pointless way possible, it's not what we're looking for. Can you repeat it? In Elf Frank Bomb's The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, that is the book, Kyle, Dorothy acquires a pair of ruby slippers after accidentally killing the Wicked Witch of the East. These slippers are ultimately the method by which she returns to Kansas. It wasn't the shoes. It, it was, was the, the bridge. shoes, Kyle. No, it wasn't it the was fucking the... shoes. It was the bridge. Oh, um, no. Uh, I'm actually in the book. There's silver shoes. Paul is correct. They are silver shoes. In in the book, they are silver shoes. They were changed for the movie because red sticks out more in black and white. Hmm. The more you know. Still bullshit. Would you guys like to drink from my fountain of useless information? <laughs> yes. All right, Paul, don't use your phone for this one. I'm not using my phone, bitch. In Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green, out of the three starter Pokemons available, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charmander, the player's rival will always pick the Pokemon with a type weak to the players. Um, actually, Digimon are digital monsters, and they are the champion. Digital <sighs> monsters. Digimon are the champions. And then that lyric just repeats. <laughs> now, changes of digital champions to save the digital world. All right, can you repeat the question? In Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green, out of the three starter Pokemon available, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charmander, the player's rival will always pick the Pokemon with a type weak to the players. Um, um, True. Pick the Pokemon with a type stronger to the players. That is correct. It just doesn't matter because they don't know any of their special moves. That is, well, until later on, but yes. Right, but I'm saying, like, when they pick Charmander and he pick Bulbasaur, it's not like Charmander comes out knowing Flamethrower. Right. It's just a bunch of scratching. I think he does, though. <laughs> he just doesn't want to use it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, He's I know Flamethrower, but, like, fuck you, dude. He's tired of being cooped up in that fucking ball all the time. Uh, in the original Sonic the Hedgehog games, the, flas the fast blue hedgehog has to collect the chaos crystals to transform into Super Sonic to beat Dr. Robotnik. Uh, they're coins, not crystals? You are doubly wrong because they are rings, not coins. And he does create, he does collect uh, the chaos to turn into Super Sonic. Oh, uh, um, actually, they're emeralds, not crystals. That is correct. I, I was trying to think what it was, and then I heard you stutter when you were about to say emeralds. Yeah. 
I knew I fucked it up. Here, Kyle, well, here's another Wizard of Oz one. Every time All I right. hear... Is that the fucking movie or the book? Every uh, time let's I think about Sonic the Hedgehog, I immediately think about uh, Sonic Adventure Battle 2. It's such a good game. It's the I best like game. the movies. The movies? Yeah, I like Sonic and Sonic 2. Both of them are actually pretty good. I liked them. No, he, was, he was talking about the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> I would not. Kyle, in the Wizard of Oz, Margaret Hamilton delivers a line to her flying monkeys, saying, I've sent a little insect on ahead to take the flight out of them. This seems to make no sense until you remember that the spooks referenced in the movie are technically insects. I lost you after you were talking about the last part. All right. It's a weird question anyway, so we're not going to bother with it. Um, what was the answer? One that you'll never guess. A line, the line refers to a scene that was removed from the final cut where the characters do the jitterbug while under the influence of a character called the jitterbug. Jitterbug. You got the boom boom into my heart. Oh, Kyle's calling. I gotta go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Bowser, Mario's first and greatest enemy, also known as King Koopa. Um, actually, Mario's first enemy was Donkey Kong. You are correct. Um, actually, King Koopa is Chameleonaire's alter ego. <laughs> uh, Thank God, man. That was very funny. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um... Oh, here's here's one that absolutely nobody will know. That's um, going to be fun. Um, actually, Baby Bowser is just Lil' Flip. <laughs> <clears throat> Marvel Apes is a limited run series that reimagines the Marvel Universe where all of our favorite characters are apes and monkeys instead of humans. That's this racist. includes Hawk Ape instead of Hawkeye, Thorilla instead of Thor, and Iron Mandrill instead of Iron Man. Um, actually, it's all racist. Um, actually, a mandrel isn't an ape. It's a type of monkey and or ape, so that oh, actually did happen. <laughs> um, actually, I don't remember the question at all. Marvel's Apes is a limited-run series that reimagines the Marvel Universe where all of our favorite characters are apes and monkeys instead of humans. Oh, including Hawk Ape instead of Hawkeye, Thorilla instead of Thor, Iron Mandrel instead of Iron Man. Um, actually, it wasn't Hawk Ape. It was actually Hawk Ape. You know, sometimes you just gotta put it out there, you know? You do. Anybody else? Um, this right. is uh, over my head. Uh, I just wasn't... <laughs> what? I said I just Googled it to figure it out what it was, and I found it. Uh, it was not Thorilla. It was actually Thorangatang. So funny. I want to do this with more animals. What do you mean? Like the fucking alligator Avengers. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, Paul, phone down. All right. Well, I mean, I can't. Wait, put it, I won't be able to hear. That's fine. I, I actually, I, I want to, I want to see if you actually know this. Okay. While Bulbasaur may be the first Pokemon in the Pokedex. Several other Pokemon have a claim to being first. Rhydon is the first developed by the designers. Yep. 
use the genetic predecessor of all Pokemon. Yep. And there is Arceus, who, due to his time travel ability to the distant past, is the first chronological Pokemon. Okay. One more time, because you cut out a little bit during the Mew part. While Bulbasaur may be the first Pokemon in the Pokedex, several other Pokemon have a claim to being first. From Rhydon being the first designed by the developers, to Mew being the genetic predecessor of all Pokemon, there is also the truth of Arceus, who due to his time travel ability to the distant past, can be named as the first chronological Pokemon. I'm trying to think. So I remember like I remember like reading this, like reading stuff about this. It's um, absolutely fucking pedantic, and I hate it. Knock it off. <laughs> Only for you, Kyle. You know what the word means now. Why do you care? Just stupid word. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a pedantic word. I'll call it in five minutes. That's all right. I'm trying to think. It's tough because, like, it, it... all right, can you read it one more time? Yes. <clears throat> uh, where to go? While Bulbasaur may be the first Pokemon in the Pokedex, several other Pokemon have a claim to being first. From Rhydon being first designed by the developers to Mew being the genetic predecessor of all Pokemon, there is also the question of Arceus, who, due to his time travel ability to the distant past, has the claim of being the first chronological Pokemon. This is probably one of the most nitpicky answers I have. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna ask, can you read the Mew part one more time? I'm just trying to think, I'm, I'm getting nitpicky. Mew is the genetic predecessor of all Pokemon. I mean, I'm going to go with, because I don't really know a lot about Arceus, because that was like after I stopped playing and stuff. Yep. And I know Rhydon was the first developed Pokemon. Yep. So the only thing I can think of is like, is it being super nitpicky? Because like Mew, would you say Mew has the what? Mew is the genetic predecessor of all Pokemon. Right. Doesn't Mew, like, just contain the DNA of every Pokemon? Well, that's that's the genetic predecessor part, so oh, that is that right. is the fact. Okay. So what is it that I don't know? Is it, is it the Arceus thing? Yes. Arceus is not the first chronological Pokemon. Arceus is just the god of all Pokemon. Mm, okay. And that's that. That's kind of a big title for him, huh? Yeah. The god... What, is he better than everybody? Like, fuck uh, that guy. He has the ability to be every type of the game. I, I like that Pokemon that's like looks like a really cool, fancy deer. Oh, Deer. Deero. What's the one with the what's the, what's the, the, the legendary deer? Uh, let's see. Legendary that, like, the rainbow, deer. rainbow horns. Oh, uh, Jaeger, oh uh, Xerneas. Xerneas. Yeah, I like that one a whole lot. Yeah, Xerneas is pretty cool. Um, oh, one more quick one for you, and then we'll be done. Okay. 
When do, do you hey, want another? How much time do we have for the call ends? Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Go. Do you want a uh, Marvel one or do you want a Pokemon one? Pokemon. In the Pokemon universe, there are multiple Nurse Joys and Officer Genetics located all over the world. It's confirmed that they aren't one single entity, but are rather clones. One more time, you broke up. In the Pokemon universe, there are multiple Nurse Joys and Officer Genetics located all over the world. It is confirmed that they aren't one single entity, but are rather clones. No stories off for Jenny. They're not one unit. They're not one person, but they're rather all clones of each other. You guys can jump in on this too if you want to take a random shot in the dark. Um, actually, Brock is cool. <laughs> you are correct, but not what we're looking for. It's not Nurse Jenny. You're correct. It's Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny, which is what I said at the question. Well, Paul, thanks. Ken, how was your beer? So, uh, I don't know if Paul heard, but uh, I, I made some uh, beer Bloody Marys. and uh, Terrible. They were good. I, I enjoyed them. I made them with uh, the Freedom Budweiser's, and um, I already forgot the Bloody Mary mix that I have. It's in the fridge. Um, but if you're a fan, I highly recommend it if you haven't tried it before. Kyle? I had a straight city. It's a hazy IPA from Two Roads. I'm not the biggest fan, but I give it a two and a half out of five. Okay. I had a bush. bush. It was a bush. I mean, I know, it was good. I know it's from the game. Oh no! This is mostly in the anime. I say, um, actually, they're all they're all either twins or cousins. You are correct. I say, I remember them saying in the anime, like, "Oh no, that's my cousin. We just look alike." Yep, you are one hundred percent correct. Because I know in the game, I think is it the game or the anime? No, the an- I think in the anime, right? Like, because they keep the Nurse Joy and Jenny Joe going, but like they they all like they all look the same in every region, but every they all looks slightly different. Yes, that is correct. I mean, in the game, they all put so many fucking codes in the game. Correct. Uh, I actually, I didn't have a beverage because uh, I, I was ill-prepared for this show tonight, but I, I did four glasses of milk during the show. Whoa. Did you really? Yeah, good, I did. Good on you. Yeah. I have a, a, we bought a gallon of milk because we had people over for dinner. Some of Samantha You don't have a gallon of milk anymore. Well, no. So we... <laughs> No, so what happened was we had Samantha, some of Samantha's family over for dinner, and I was going to make, so I made the prime rib roast, and then I was going to make scalloped potatoes, but then everybody wanted, because I make good homemade scalloped potatoes, but then everybody wanted mashed 
had bought another gallon of milk, even though we had about three quarters of a gallon. So I was going to need a lot of milk to make the, the roux. And so now I had all this milk and milk. I can't, I just can't let milk go to waste. So I drank four glasses during the podcast, totaling nine glasses for the day. Right, man. All right. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm really like, usually get really high all the time. I used to put my, I used to my fingers in peanut butter and then dip my the peanut butter in a glass of milk. <laughs> that yeah, is good on you, mate. That's well, it made good. it milk made it so that the peanut butter stick to your mouth. Yeah, I guess. Uh, hey, master. Yeah. Where can they find us? Well, if you're looking to find us, you can find us at Facebook at Getting Sports Drunk. Twitter and Instagram at GSWD underscore four. Just use the hashtag GSWD for like daily news, whether it's being pedantic or, uh, or, or toasty. Ah. Like, comment, subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Are we also on Audacity, Kendall? Uh, no, Audacity is just a, a recording program. No, that's not true. That's not true because you can find the Tony. Um, actually, Kendall, Kendall Tony Kornheiser says you can find his show on Audacity. Hmm. I'm not familiar with uh, having a a platform. Yeah. Well, maybe you should uh figure it out there, bud. I'll take a look. All right. Closing comments. Um. Uh, watch. We did forget. Go ahead and do a quick. I'll say uh, Peter Pino show returns Wednesday seven thirty. Uh, also next weekend should be mixtape Saturday. Uh, anytime there's not a show on, there's music. So tune in. Now closing comments. I watched Shorty. Shorty. Finally. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yes, we'll talk about that at a later time. <laughs> Kendall. Um, big Get fan of there. the beer Bloody Mary. Big yeah, fan right. of the tooth posting page on fucking Facebook. Paul, take us out. Thank you for listening. Um, welcome to the NFL season. Um, next week we'll do our more do some more football stuff, and then uh, hopefully, if we're at full capacity, we'll do our ideal broadcast booth thing. Um, and uh, Kyle's got a game for us coming up in October. Fun game. I have many games coming in October. Yeah, right, so we can hit this quick. But until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm the Red of a Red Baron. <laughs> the Mask Chris Massey. And the Red of a Red Baron. Bye. Yeah.